welcome to When Calls the Hallmarkies. When heart to heart, <laughs> we are discussing When Calls the Heart, season seven, episode four, Family Matters. Now that in and of itself, that's an incredibly clever title <laughs> because we have the very famous 90s sitcom Family Matters and it's I think it's a, I think it's a, a nod to that. But I am Cami Clements. I am the Hooked Hardy, and I am joined by my lovely Hardy co-host, Casey. Hi, everybody. I am the Happy Hardy. Yes, super happy. Um, I think this episode was great, and I had to giggle for the fat Family Matters um, shout out you mentioned there because <laughs> my first thought was. Oh my, I hope we don't have a Judy Winslow incident. You know, Judy walks up the stairs and then never comes back. I'm like, well. <laughs> I, would, I was a little afraid that a nerd was going to walk down the streets of Hope Valley. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> now that would definitely be interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we got a couple of guys acting like a couple of nerds all for the love of a woman. So, you know, That's it true. all works out. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right. All right. So, Casey, overall thoughts about this episode? I really enjoyed this episode. It brought me back to, you know, the good old When Calls the Heart. Um, like older episode days, you know, where you'd have okay. an issue and the Mountie would go, Mountie Jack would go to resolve that issue and come back. And I mean, we didn't have as much action. I was a little disappointed. There wasn't like some kind of gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> but we, at the we same had, time, we had the cocking. We had, yeah, the, we had the, the gun. <laughs> yes, several times, I think three times. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> Um, but there was a lot of heart in this episode, a lot of heart. And there are a lot of moments, one in it's particular true. that I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so we will get to that later. Oh, no, 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 no. You want to talk you about that now? right into it. Yep. Say it now. Cause if it's the one I think you're going to say, then it's the one that made me tear up too. Oh, so. <laughs> it was okay. So I have a thing for fathers and daughters. I do it. <laughs> I do it. It's Go just, for it. Go I am, for it. I am my father's child. I have two daughters. My husband loves our daughters. We are girl family over here. <laughs> and so um, the moment that Clara and oh, Bill gosh. had their moment, I was just like, oh my word, this is so beautiful and it's so unexpected. And I did not even know that was going to be even a thing. Now, there was a moment there when I, I saw that Bill um, kind of had a funny look in the church and I was like, oh, he is being a little jealous right here. And I don't really know why. Yeah. And then it has to do anything. Yeah. And then it happened again. And I was like, oh, oh, I bet you she's going to ask him to like walk her down the aisle or something crazy like that. And then it happened. It was just like a passing thought where, you know, I, I, I really didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it was going to be like, oh, Bill, you can make all the food. Yippee. <laughs> so when it actually came to fruition, it just touched my little heart, my little hearty heart. 
I'm a, I'm the only girl uh, and I have five older brothers and my father passed away almost nine years ago and mm -hmm. he was, he was sick for about seven years with cancer. Oh and sometimes I wondered if he was going to make it to my wedding, but he was there. We had to have a chair for him in the receiving line at the reception, but he was there and he and I danced. Oh man. <laughs> he and I danced our father daughter dance together. Aww. And yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. And he, he never he wasn't stoic by any mm -hmm. stretch of the imagination, but it took a lot for him to be emotional. And he hated country music. He didn't <laughs> like country music at all. But I found, I found this song. I loved her first. I don't even remember mm -hmm. who wrote it, but uh, I found the song. I loved her first total country song but mm -hmm. I read him the lyrics when we when my husband and I were engaged and I read him the lyrics and turned around to see what he thought and he was crying and then he cried during it at my oh. wedding reception while we were dancing oh. so, so Bill's the gruff tough James Bond of Hope yeah. Valley and then you just see his composure completely crumble when he when he hears Clara asking him to walk her down the aisle and then just that well, hug oh gosh I thought I was gonna die I thought I was gonna die I, I do have so beautiful I do have a mini correction she didn't ask she kind of she just told him okay, you're gonna fine. be busy <laughs> But it was so funny though. I thought that moment was so touching and so tender, but that, that brief moment of just like, you're going to be like, Clara had that smirk on her face. And then she's like, you're going to be too busy because you're going to be walking me down the aisle. And I was like, ha, oh. <laughs> 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 laughing and crying. All so, at the many same time. I know. <laughs> so many emotions. So many emotions. So little time. <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. Okay. Look at us, we're all being all <laughs> sad. Okay, I'll get the bucket. Casey, you get the mop. Here we go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, have you seen, so this is a shout out to uh, Marissa Serafini. She put a um, video montage and it has the, for one calls the heart and it has, I, I loved her first. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't. No. Oh, you should, she's really good. If it's the same song. No, I've I'm seen, thinking. I've seen some of her montages, but I've never seen that one. I, I'm pretty <gasps> sure that's the one. Yeah. Oh, I, I need might to go and watch one. it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a box of tissues before I do, but I'm going <laughs> to yeah. go watch that. <laughs> so the introduction this time, I, I was very taken aback of how blatantly Elizabeth laid it out. Mm -hmm. She said that she said there are those who challenge me mm -hmm. and it was a shot of Lucas bringing her whether it was coffee or mm -hmm. tea shout out Lucas you're awesome you <laughs> Bringing yeah. her service to the library while she's writing. Mm -hmm. Kudos to you, man. Yes. Points to Team <laughs> Lucas. Points, points. Point to Lucas. Absolutely. 
And so there are those who challenge me and there are others whose life challenges require my support, which mm-hmm. it then shows Nathan walking into the jail. And I thought, okay, wow, they have just blatantly said no subtle hints that Lucas pushes her, but Nathan needs her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just went, oh man, they yeah. laid it all out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but who does she need? That's a really, really uh, good question. <laughs> there are, lo- I will say, I mean, and you all know where we stand if you've been listening to the last several weeks, but we really don't, we really can't tell from Elizabeth. Beth's perspective. I think as an audience, we can tell from like hot guy perspective. I think there's a lot of that going on on socials and stuff like that. And I think we do see, obviously we see the character, but I think taking a step back away from like, you know, whether or not you think one is, you know, better than the other, like for Elizabeth in her situation now, I think each guy brings something different to the table but what is, who is, which one is the best for her and her son, you know? Yeah. And uh, so while we're on that topic, let's just jump right to the uh, character of Luther Brandt in Elizabeth's novel. (laughs) Luther Brandt. Remember, this is a work of fiction. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I laughed so hard in every in every scene involving talk about Luther Brandt. So we got the first one where Lucas is reading and he's flipping through the pages and he's laughing to himself. He's obviously having the time of his life mm-hmm. reading these chapters that she has written and she is very very pleased that he is having so much fun reading them and then he says i'm very intrigued by this character luther branch funny restaurateur i personally am rooting for him i just i was <laughs> snickering i was snickering and just dying i was dying <gasps> laughing and then skip ahead to the mercantile wait when before you do that did you think so we all know luther brandt and he's you know the the cards restaurant tour don't say it don't say it it. i'm getting there i'm getting there well i was gonna ask (laughs) did you think that there was a secondary character oh did i think that there was going to be Mm -hmm. someone else who was patterned after nathan yes yes i guess okay that's what i thought too (laughs) Yeah, okay. I definitely thought there was something. I don't know, because we got Lucas, we got Luther Brandt, Lucas Bouchard. Yep. And yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. So, oh yeah, I thought that somebody else was going to come up. So then we're in the Mercantile, and another point to Team Lucas because he <laughs> was precious. He was, I think that this is probably worth two points because the way I have never, I have never seen Lucas be that engaged Mm -hmm. with little Jack before. He's been been cute, but it's always been very, very stiff. 
mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes, imagine all the books you'll get to read here. Or, hello, hello young, young man. man. How would you like a teddy bear? Or, <laughs> are you making memories with your mother? You know, but he just bent right down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it because then my face goes out of camera. But he just bent right down and he said in that cutesy little I mean, as cutesy as Lucas can get, I yeah. think. You know, like, hello there, young man. I went, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Mr. Bouchard. Who are you? <laughs> that was the, probably the softest I've seen him. Yes. And honestly, that was probably the most, dare I say, fatherly I've seen. Uh, dare character. you say it. I I mean, I was kind of like, okay, Team Lucas, I see you, I see you. you, You're getting, you're gaining, you're gaining. (laughs) (laughs) And so then he's looking on the shelves. Obviously, we're in the toy section of the mercantile. Not Mm -hmm. exactly going to be getting a train set for the saloon. You know, (laughs) so, so so, so Elizabeth says, are you looking for something? Oh, just humble pie. Hope Ned has some. And so, I can't even <laughs> say the line without laughing. I don't know how Chris McNally got through it. <laughs> but, but then saying that and she immediately she knows. Mm-hmm. Immediately. You finished the chapters, didn't you? Yes. And not only is Luther Brandt a charming restaurateur, but he's also a widower with a young daughter who used to work as a Pinkerton. And at that <laughs> moment, I went, <gasps> he's combining them. <laughs> it totally dawned on me. Grant, Grant, oh my gosh, she put the two of them together. We've got a 1915 case of shipping, kind of. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I I watched that scene twice, actually. Because I was like, no, no. Clearly, she's, no, no. She she misspoke. She's, there are two characters, right? No, it's definitely one. Luther Brandt. Nathan Lucas Grant Bouchard. Hmm. And then I realized single oh with a da- daughter Allie uh, daughter used to oh, work as a Pinkerton, Pinkerton which is law enforcement. And it was yeah it, it all clicked all clicked and I was like oh man these writers they're killing us. <laughs> Well, I think it, I mean, I think the biggest thing is it just shows just how conflicted Elizabeth is. Mm -hmm. She literally cannot decide at this point because there are so many good points to both of them. Yes, I said it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, I was 95, 96% sold on Team Nathan, totally. There was just that tiny little margin left over for Team Lucas. Mm-hmm. But the but his attitude of apology in the moving picture episode, and now here, I'm just like, okay, um, I think I need to go back to, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. 
I, you know, I'm the same way. And you know, he has no, I, I really thought he was going to be some arrogant character, but yes. he really has not been all that arrogant. And I no. don't know why I thought that. I mean, he wasn't terribly arrogant in season six. I mean, he had he moments. Was <laughs> he was he a little was, arrogant. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse. Oh yeah, characters. we've seen worse. I we, thought it was we just saw gonna... Jack. Ter- Ch- Jack was horribly arrogant in those first couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, let's not forget. He yes, was very arrogant. Yes. <laughs> I, I I thought, and you know, if part of it was like, okay, you know, they're setting the stage. They want us to hate him right now. You know, <laughs> they want us to build up to something, but then it like shifted completely. And he's just very much softened this season, his character. And um, I, I'm almost, it's almost too good to be true. I'm kind of waiting for some deep dark secret again to what, like what's, pop up. What's going to happen? <laughs> you know, but he's been so charming. So another point for Team Lucas, which I totally did not see coming. So Lucas is talking with Elizabeth and says, how's the writing coming along? And, and you're going to have to show someone sooner or later, unless you just want it to stay hidden in your desk, which, you know, I'm totally giggling. He's being totally cute. Nathan approaches and Lucas says, why don't you bring mm-hmm. the pages over to the saloon and backs off? He totally walks away. I went, uh, uh, who are you? What did you do with pushy Lucas? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, think about it at the, at the premiere, a moving, a moving picture. Mm-hmm. He, he totally walked in and pushed his way into that conversation between Nathan and Elizabeth mm-hmm. to talk about the books. And, you know, I mean, he completely interrupted them and it was very uncomfortable. But this time he walked off. Yeah. He completely backed up. I went, uh, at point to <laughs> Mr. Bouchard. <laughs> You, you know, part of me kind of wonders if he's trying to be the bigger person when it comes to his real bromance or lack thereof with um, Mountie Nate. Yeah, you know, I don't think I- there's a bromance. <laughs> I really do not think there's a bromance. We know there's a bromance between Kevin and Chris, but there's no bromance between Nathan and Lucas. I mean, not yet. I mean, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We do they're remember gonna... where Elizabeth and Rosemary came from. So <laughs> miracles gonna start, do happen. They're going to start the dumped by Elizabeth Club. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, what was I okay. Oh, but... um. He, I just, I feel like he's just trying to prove to Mountie Nate that he's not a bad guy. I mean, he's lost a lot of points with Mountie Nate since season he six. Has. I mean, he has lost a ton of points. Mm. And I really feel like he's trying to make an effort to say, hey, man, I'm not your enemy. 
you know and, and also i'm sorry if i came off that way right right you know yeah and so. it, and when he was when nathan was questioning him mm-hmm and he he was totally upfront. He mm-hmm. told the absolute truth, and he could have just let Nathan walk out of the saloon. Yeah. When the questions were done, but he said, "I'm sorry, your dad is in trouble. Mm-hmm. This must be very hard on you." Mm-hmm. I just he's he's yeah, not that, doing so bad. Yeah. That moment, <laughs> I, I was giving him points there too. I was like, okay. No, but Elizabeth wasn't in that interaction, so it doesn't count as uh, points okay. for for the hooked hearty blog. It's points, uh, sure, but sure. it's points, but it doesn't count for the points on the blog. <laughs> well, points on my pendulum of Team Nathan and Lucas. I mean, okay, you know, there we go. <laughs> you know, I, I was like you. You know, pretty high Team Nathan, and then yeah. he said, "I was like, okay, I, I see you. We're swinging back this way." <laughs> So let's let's talk for just a second since we've given a lot of glory over to Lucas. Nathan deserves a little bit of glory here because yes. he let's let's face it, he did a lot to prove his father's innocence. And mm-hmm. you know, and Elizabeth Elizabeth encouraged him to do it. Mm-hmm. I know he wanted to do it on his own, but I he think prob- that she really helped him. I think she really helped him want to do it more. Yeah, I think she was just the right push he needed. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like with Nathan, because he's so quiet, a man of very little words. Um, what was it? Economical. Economical, Economical <laughs> with, with words. words. Yep. <laughs> I feel like characters like that, they're having that internal struggle, you know, mm. that I want to do this, but I don't know if I should. Or what if I do and I get hurt again? And I, yeah, I just need the, that. The whole, the whole better judgment line. Mm-hmm. When, when she says, cat got your tongues, like, maybe, or maybe it's my better judgment. Like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he let his better judgment slip and he asked her if he could walk her to church. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big deal in 1915. Yes. 16, wherever we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I mean that's a big deal back then mm-hmm. asking if you could escort a lady to church that's big yeah you saw she, you saw Lucas's face when they walked in together you, they weren't that close they weren't arm mm-hmm. in arm but they walked in together and he looked very sad yeah you know I kind of have to wonder what did they talk about on their way to church oh man we'll never know <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it wasn't quiet. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but then uh but then going back to when he was approaching, I found it funny that Lucas asks, How is the writing going? And then Nathan asks the exact mm-hmm. same thing. It it shows that they're both taking an interest in her mm-hmm. and they both know what interests her, but also we know that we know that that was Nathan needing to ask her a favor and mm-hmm. it was his attempt at sounding light and conversational first. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 
good attempt, but it was very thinly veiled. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Nathan. He's probably never had a girlfriend. He's probably married to his work. <laughs> Can't mm. talk to a girl. <laughs> You know, I mean, I did a, I did a whole blog on this once the, um, the Brookfield Nathan in when hope calls. And if you haven't seen the whole show on Hallmark movies now, you'll know what I'm talking about in a, Mm -hmm. in some later episodes, but the Brookfield Nathan versus the hope Valley Nathan, they're very, very different. Mm -hmm. I think I called it, I think the title was mild-mannered Mountie or Captain Constable. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Yeah. He was very take charge in Brookfield. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll see if I can get that included. I'll see if I can get that included in the, uh, in the description so that you can take a look at it if you want. But yeah, he was really, he's really different in Mm -hmm. the two towns and just, you know, and so he comes up and says, how's the writing going? I'm going to Benson Hills. Uh, 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 I would be happy to look after Allie. And just <laughs> the look on his face, you could tell it's just flooded with relief. I don't have to say it. My niece is taking care of him. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and then she just has such an ease around you, which mm-hmm. like, yeah, look, butter it, butter her up. Butter it on. Yep. <laughs> I kind of wonder with Nathan in that moment, I, I just because it's been, he has been the caretaker. So, mm. and he's a Mountie. So he yeah. does not ask people for favors. Mm-mm. And I, you know, you have to kind of wonder, is that, that's got to be hard for him as to ask somebody yeah, for help, to ask somebody for yeah. help, because I mean, he was the man of the house at a young age when his, you know, dad was put in prison. The two times yeah. that we learn his sister passes away. He has, you know, he takes custody of the niece because his mother's, you know, too, too frail old. or too old or something along and the those husband lines. took off husband took off. And so, I mean, he had to really grow up very fast. Mm. And I think we're seeing the results of somebody that's gone through a lot in their life. And he became an instant father. Yeah. He's, and you know, he's not, he can't be fun uncle Nathan because he has to be the disciplinarian and he has to be father and mother and, you know, trying to show a preteen that's a girl (laughs) the ways of life, you know? So, (laughs) I mean, he's, he's, Listen, if we don't see a Nathan and Elizabeth together, we just need to give him a good wife. That's all I ask. (laughs) The poor man. (laughs) Someone to take care of him. He does. He he does. And, but, you know, I think a lot of times we say that he needs Elizabeth to take care of him. He needs Elizabeth for this. He needs Elizabeth for that. But I mean, look how strong he's had to be mm-hmm. and look how much he's had to take care of himself mm-hmm. and then take care of a four-year-old and then from then on, yeah, you know, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he needs her support, but he's had to be strong alone mm-hmm. for so long, longer than Elizabeth has had to be strong and alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and she didn't, he didn't have the 
backing of friends the mm-hmm. way Elizabeth does. Right. So yeah, this is all new to him mm-hmm. being part of a town that comes together to help. Yeah. I mean, Rosemary and Lee took her to church. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They helped they take took- care of baby Jack, like at a moment's notice. Well, yes, we, we know I mean, that part, but I'm talking about Allie. They oh, Allie, took yes. her, yeah, they yeah, took they her just, along. They just, they look, just okay, one look yeah, at each other go. and they're like, yeah. Let's and then go. They <laughs> treated her to ice cream and. Yeah. I mean, you know. everybody takes care of everybody and I don't think he's used to that. Yeah. And, you know, I saw a comment on Twitter saying that it's like a pity show for Nathan. And I don't think it's that at all no. for Nathan and Elizabeth. I think that Elizabeth relates to Nathan because Nathan yes. is a Mountie. She was a Mountie's wife. She was around Mounties for how many years? Five years in Hope Valley time yeah. mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. I mean, she knows the life of a Mountie. She knows how they can be very stoic. She has experienced a great deep loss. And now Nathan, she's a single parent. She's a single parent. Nathan has experienced a deep loss in the fact that he lost his sister and he went through you know of, all that pain with his father and had to yeah a lot of a man, deep losses you know yeah. and be alone so i think it's more of a connection i don't think it's a pity party i think no. it's a i want to be there for you because i know those steps that you're walking yeah. and i can relate because i was once married to a mountie and i know how they think i thought i thought that that exact attitude was really well shown at the very, very end when they're walking past mm-hmm. and Allie says, little Jack, he's got some lungs, you know, saying, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to Mrs. Thornton's house. I'm good. <laughs> I learned my lesson, Uncle Nathan. <laughs> but he just, he, you barely hear him. He just mouths at her. Thank you. And mm-hmm. she nods. Yeah. I get it. It, Mm -hmm. Such a sweet moment. It it was very cute. Okay. So moving on from Lucas and Nathan and Elizabeth, we are moving on. So really quickly, can I just say, so Allie ran away from home, two doors down. (laughs) (laughs) Those moments do always crack me up because I'm like, where are you going to go? There's only so many houses and so many people in this town. But yeah, she ran away from home, two doors down, you know, or however many doors. Okay, now something else. I found this really, really interesting. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a little too persnickety here, but in the very beginning, when she stops by Elizabeth, it's Sunday. They're going to church. And she's in that pantsuit that, oh, yes. that she showed up in on the first day. And you did not go to church as a girl in a pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, you know, especially when you're on your way to becoming a young woman, which mm-hmm. at 10 and 11, you were. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they quit being little, little girls in right. some ways, you know, in, in a lot of ways, they're a lot more innocent than our, mm-hmm. than our 
six-year-olds, you know? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, but, you know, they started dressing like young women at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And by, by 11, she would, she would not be going to church in yeah. a pantsuit. And then at the end, when they're just saying so long to grandpa, she's in this pretty blue and white, very feminine looking dress. I'm just like, what gives? <laughs> <laughs> you send the girl to church in a pantsuit, and then she says goodbye to her grandpa in this pretty dress. What's going on? <laughs> so I, I did notice that. I, I okay. did notice that when they were walking out, because my first thought when... Um, the cultures were walking out baby Jack and Allie was, they would make such a cute little family. Um, <laughs> because you guys all know, I just need the cultures to have a family. We'll leave that oh, at that. Yes, um, of but when she was walking out, I was like, she's wearing pants and it's, it's Sunday. In 1916. Yes. My, my next thought was maybe she thought she was going to run away. So she put up this get up. And to go hide in the woods and then thought, oh, wait, you know what? I'm going to go to Mrs. Thornton's house. There you go. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. What are they thinking? Because, yeah, that that was an odd choice. And I'm surprised. I guess it's Hope Valley and everybody knows each other. So they were probably like, eh, it's Allie. The girl likes to go fishing and mudding and all that stuff. So I guess we'll let her slide with the the get up with the pants. I don't know. I, I, I did I think that know. was a weird choice. Yeah. Though, for Sunday. It, just, it was just a, well, and the fact that they had her in such a pretty gown at the, at the end, just yeah. like, uh, can you, can you do a little switcheroo there for <laughs> us, please? <laughs> okay. You know, so. I bet you that Allie didn't think that Mrs. Thornton was going to let her go to, or was going to let her stay home. She probably thought in her little 11, 12-year-old mind, I'll just get the pity from my teacher. She'll let me stay here, and I won't have to go to church. That's probably then what she why, was thinking. Then why, didn't, then why didn't Elizabeth tell her to change? Because she, she was mm-hmm. probably taken – well, I think – okay, so <laughs> she was probably taken aback, and she was probably like, I'm running late anyways, because remember she told the cultures – I'm so sorry for holding you up. Yeah, but Rosemary said we have plenty of time. So, and then they said, we'll take the long way around the pond. Yeah. Well, just, are you going to tell another person's kid to go change for church though? Well, she's staying there. So, I mean, not at that moment. She was just, I mean, I guess, but still. Yeah. Just weird. It was just a weird choice. Okay. So. I'm, I'm going to let you choose this time. So who are we going to talk about next? All right. Let's talk about our favorite people who are about to get married, Clara and Jesse. Clara and Jesse. <laughs> They're so, they are so funny. Like, they are. They are oh, so funny. Oh, I just funny. want a small wedding with just some people. Okay. You yeah, your- Okay. Okay, Clara was the one yes. who wanted a big mm-hmm. wedding for the outdoors. And then she's that she's scolding Jesse for not staying small and simple. What? <laughs> she's the one who wanted a big wedding. So what gives? <laughs> yeah. I that that was that was interesting because I had forgotten that she was the one that wanted the big wedding and he wanted it small. Yeah. 
He wanted it small with the non-existent family member. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we see that Jesse asks, what's his Kevin. name? Kevin. Kevin, thank you. I yeah. just know him as Clayton Chitty. Um, Kevin. No, his, um, Kevin, Kevin's last name, the character is Townsend, and that's my maiden name. So I have committed it to memory. Oh, <laughs> I will remember this now. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, <laughs> Kevin is now a groomsman. Yes. So now it's uneven. The numbers don't match. Clara, we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of using the same lines on people. So Nathan uses, you let me know when you figure it out, on mm -hmm. Elizabeth after she uses it on him. And now Jesse's using, Clara, we talked about this. Now our numbers won't match after she uses it on him. Yes. We've got a lot of going on in a good mannered way, mm -hmm. but it's it's too funny and you've I, I i appreciate their humor about it oh the writers are having fun with these episodes i tell you i'm what. sure can we talk about the asking elizabeth to be the, the bridesmaid oh rosemary oh rosemary we love you dear we love you rosemary we do but seriously Clara's Let face. The bride though, ask. Clara's face, though, was Eva Bourne did an amazing job at the whole. You just, you seriously just stole my thunder. I still love you, but are you serious That's right now? My job. <laughs> <sighs> and I and love then, the hug. The Clara oh, sandwich. Yes, the, the three person hug. Yeah. It was very cute. It was precious. And then Clara's backtracking with. I'm sorry for getting so upset at you asking Kevin because plans are made to be broken. You know, totally <laughs> batting her eyelashes at him. You know, just, who did you ask? <laughs> and she asks Fiona. I loved that she asked Fiona. I'm so glad. She's, Fiona is the one who is closest to her age. Mm -hmm. They're both single. Well, mm -hmm. not anymore, but you know, they're both, they were both single and just, you know, the girls about town and she seemed a closer friend to Clara than Elizabeth did mm -hmm. at least for season six. And so yeah. I really, really liked that she included Fiona mm -hmm. because she seemed to be more of a friend than Elizabeth did. Mm. And Elizabeth before, you know, in previous seasons has been wonderful to Clara. Not oh, yeah. discounting. Yeah, not discounting that at all. But it seems like Fiona and Clara got really, really close. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was really glad that they included her. Yeah, I am too. And can we talk about Clara or not Clara? Um Fiona and Kevin? Yes, but before we do, we'd like to take a moment <laughs> to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. 
So it's this great package. All you have to do is go online and take a quiz. And you just answer easy, easy questions about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle. And then Kara will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements for your health and your goals. So easy, so accessible. I don't know about you, Casey, but I go into the store and I'm at the vitamin aisle and I just kind of have a deer in the headlights. Uh, oh, yes. Do do so many choices, so I many take? brands. <laughs> and what do I take and what's good for me? And Care of is focused on quality and the science and the research that goes into each of their products. And they're all ingredients that you recognize and that you can name organic cocoa, pink Himalayan sea salt, that kind of thing. And it takes the confusion out of vitamin taking. And it also comes in convenient packets, so it's easy for the life on the go kind of um, kind of lifestyle. And it is so so personal. It's it is so easy to be able to help maintain health and supplement your health, so that you can live the lifestyle that you want to live at a much easier rate. So if you go to if you go to careof.takecareof.com and enter code HALLMARKIES50, you get 50% off your first Careof order. Once again, that's takecareof.com and enter the code HALLMARKIES50 and you will get 50% off your first Careof order. Thank you, Careof. All right. Now we can talk about Fiona and Kevin. <laughs> They're so cute. They're, They're so precious. Cute. Now, let me just say, Mountain Nate needs to take a few lessons from Kevin because <laughs> Kevin's got the charm, man. He's but just, he's got the he's got the kind of bumbling too. He was he, he, he is was, slightly bumbling, yes. Yeah, he he was struggling with <laughs> kind of like, the words, but he still <laughs> He, he still got a it. A lot better. <laughs> he was a lot more confident. Yes. And I, I, this kind of made me laugh when she said, I just need you to fix these doohickeys. I know. She didn't even know what they were called. I don't really know what, they, what they're called. They're in the back of my dashboard or phone dash thing. Switchboard. Switchboard. Thank you. <laughs> and don't know what they're called. And I obviously don't know what a switchboard's called either. So the thingamajigger thing, the wires that she smacks. <laughs> okay. I really appreciated that. You know, they, mm -hmm. they have that whole storyline with her going and asking him to make these things but they showed the problem that it would be fixing and more than once, mm -hmm. you know, they show, I love the look on her face when she just smacks the switchboard <laughs> she, and she does it with such force. She's like, yeah. so unladylike. You know? <laughs> it's a good thing Florence didn't see that. Yeah. Can you imagine the difference between Florence's smacking and Fiona's smacking? You got Florence going, eh, 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 and then Fiona goes, wham. <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciate this because 
there are several romances that have fallen into the black hole. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, one of my favorites, Katie Yost and Murphy. Yes! Oh my what gosh. To them? I wanted them to go on so, so badly. But it's just, yeah, but they slipped into the black hole of Hope Valley. But no, I, you know what? I think they went on that picnic and they just never came back. And they never came back. They eloped. They eloped. <laughs> They went to, um, which, where should we send them? Benson Hills? Benson Hills. Union City. Union City. Bigger. Union City. That's why we never see them anymore. Exactly. But I really appreciated that this was a couple that kind of got started in season six with a little flirting, a little girl talk, a little eye making here and there. And And did they dance together? Yes. They did. The, yes. yes. The lady's choice, she picked him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And and then um and then it's carrying over into season seven, which I very much appreciate. So yay writers, <laughs> yay actors for staying, yay whoever. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad to see a romance that got started and mm-hmm. is carrying over. Yes. Because I mean, let's see, once they get married or what uh, Claire and Jesse, that is besides Carson and Faith, there really aren't any other, there's nobody else couples, you know, Uh at least side couples. Yes. Um, that's happening. And um, we haven't been introduced to any new characters yet this season that could possibly be like a, a possible bow for someone. We need to get Hickam a girlfriend. Hickam um, needs a woman. Yeah. Hickam needs a girlfriend. We, we love our Hickam. Ben, H- we love you. <laughs> yes. And we, that poor Hickam has been so single since season one when he was working in the mercantile. And Flomo. And, yes. And Molly. And Flomo. They both lost their husbands. They need love. They need love. I, when I was talking, when I was interviewing Milo Chandel, he, uh, we joked that he would come back to Hope Valley with a grizzled beard and he lost all his money and he <laughs> would get a job doing something menial and, but the whole town would come together and raise him up and help him heal and through the love of a good woman, i.e. Florence, <laughs> he would get back on his feet. <laughs> there you, you go. See, can you just see Mr. Jenkins and Florence? <laughs> she would be so on, like, no, 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 no. You need to stand up straight. <laughs> Shake that. Sure you're eating seven meals a day with your <laughs> eight cups of water and your vegetables. And that is way too much ham in your plate. <laughs> Well done. Well done. Okay. So, uh, shall we go to Faith and Carson? Yes, we shall. Okay. So, scalpel doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Cute way to start. Cute way to start. You know, a lot of people have been dogging the team infirmary uh, chemistry, but... They were laying it on pretty thick in this episode, don't you think? I, they they were, they were. And I have to say, people were asking about that in season four. A team infirmary was, that was a thing. 
That oh, when, he, yeah. When, who was it? Who was super sick? And they had to do surgery at night. And it was like, was it Cody? Yeah. That they had to. Cody with his appendix. Yes. Yes. And that that's was... when I started wondering about them too, but she didn't, she didn't show, she showed mm-hmm. signs of admiration mm-hmm. and support, but nothing romantic yet. Right. But that she was a dutiful that... nurse. Yes. Yes. And that, yeah, that's that was the, the episode. Started. That's when all the talk started. And it, it like, I remember it blew up on Twitter. Hashtag team infirmary was almost yep. trending because I know people were just like, Oh my goodness, what's going to happen. And I mean, they had such great chemistry as doctor and nurse in that moment. So I don't blame anybody for saying, you know, like, Ooh, that might be an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so to dog it now, if, as you say, is almost a little like, all right, we did ask for this, so we can't, you know, dog it. <laughs> but and it was so cute how the first time she got on the phone with the university, she's mm-hmm. telling Carson to come closer and have him listen in too, and just him supporting her. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week, but him supporting her instead of being threatened that mm-hmm. she wants to become a doctor. I just, they're just cute. You know, they and they're not, they're not the same kind of couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be part of it is mm-hmm. they're not the flashy, passionate couple that Jack and Elizabeth were. And for a while they were our only couple. Mm-hmm. And that kiss was the last thing we saw before the creative hiatus Mm -hmm. that was the last thing we saw for a month before the episodes came back and so it was ingrained in all of our heads right and you know and it's just they're a quieter couple and I don't think there's anything wrong with a different kind of chemistry now yes the two of the two actors are very far apart in age there is mm-hmm. no getting around that but you know i i think they're i think they're sweet i think they're cute yeah. and and the whole the whole photography thing got covered remember oh, yes. we were talking about that and now it got covered that it's a new hobby and he's <laughs> trying to learn about it and so now he's going to be the photographer for, for the wedding for, for Jesse's wedding but him practicing of the the pictures on faith how many pictures are you going to take of me i've never seen a more beautiful model i mean come on (laughs) come on you have to have a heart of stone to not be cute out cute cuted out by that (laughs) and i mean we also have to remember too like carson hadn't been married before and his wife passed away and back on the operating table under his hand Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and it's not it wasn't uncommon common for some like the age gap yes the yes the age gap is not uncommon for that for that day and age you're absolutely right i mean so yeah like i mean uh laura laura equals wilder and yes at least 10 years they are over i think they're over 10 years apart actually yeah i think you're right i think it's like a good 11 12 years because yeah she was a she was really young and he was already like very settled and he had his he was at least um, 20 yeah no he he was i think in his late 20s when they got married and she was 16 
So I thought it was 17 or 17. Okay. She was still, yeah. I mean, she was still, she was definitely, she was not 21. No. <laughs> she was still very young. And he, yes. I mean, he was, you know, a homesteader. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. And now she's going, she's going to medical school. So in Chicago, Chicago, where faith is going bye-bye i know <laughs> but, but we'll see you know yeah we, we'll see we still have how many we we still have six six episodes left six seven episodes mm-hmm. something like that so do we'll, you we'll see? think that was their creative way of writing faith out for the rest of the season because she I was don't... getting too close to the end. I mean, uh, Andrea Brooks, for people who don't know, Andrea, Andrea Brooks is very pregnant during the filming. So yeah, she the the Christmas movie was the last thing that they filmed. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in October. She had her baby in November. <laughs> so she oh that's she right. Was, they, she, yeah. yeah, they filmed the Christmas movie last, yeah, even though they show that. it first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It was but it was still she was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you can mm-hmm. tell if you, you can, watch really closely when they kiss that he's trying to be careful to get around <laughs> her rounded oh. belly that's too funny but i mean you know i mean and they, they've done a great job hiding the pregnancy they have and the body double the body is fantastic double i don't know her name but she's fantastic oh yeah she's so awesome she needs a shout yeah. out she um, does. So we don't know your name, but we love you. You're amazing. awesome. You're doing a great job. You do a faith's <laughs> mannerisms perfectly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's totally possible. She, I, we don't know. The big thing is we don't know how long she's going to be mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. I mean, we know she's going obviously. Yeah. And she says to Carson, will you visit? So mm-hmm. are we going to see him go to her? Are we going to see her come back for a visit? We just don't know. We just don't know. Right. I mean, the thing about Hope Valley time is if she does go, say, episode six, she'll probably come back for the Christmas movie. And then we'll probably jump back to another year later where she comes back for good. Because, I mean, they always have that time jump, you know? Well, yeah. And and it's like we don't have to see the waiting of Carson pining away for Faith for another season. It's like, oh. During the hiatus, she's already working on getting her stuff, and we're here. Great. Yeah, I mean, filming a season, fi- filming a season eight, um, filming a season eight Christmas movie mm-hmm. would be the last thing they do in season eight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let's face it, we're getting a season eight because everyone loves the show so dang yeah. much. No one is in a hurry to see it go. Yeah, well, we're so, just getting started with this new crowd of exactly. folks. Exactly. <laughs> So we've got the rebirth of when calls the heart, let's get this train going and let's keep it going. But anyway, so they'll film season eight with, with her probably. Mm -hmm. And she, I mean, and then by the time they film the, by the time they film the uh, Christmas movie, her baby will be almost a year old. So yeah, it's, uh, it's not, it's not going to be. It's not going to be an issue, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. So, and she has not said anything about stopping working. Yeah. So, and kudos. <laughs> <laughs> I fully support 
staying at home with your kids, but I really don't want to lose her. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I totally support this, but don't go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So really quick, we got, cause we probably should wrap this up, but let's talk dad. Let's, yes. Let's talk dad. He was innocent. Yes. He was yes. innocent. And I mean, okay. That snot nosed little Allie. <laughs> she just would not stay away. And I mean, if you if you narrow it down to the basest mm-hmm. of terms, she was totally using him for stories on her mom. Oh yeah, she didn't for wanna, sure. She didn't want to get to know him. She just wanted more stories. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame the kid. I mean, no, she's no, 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 mom. But yeah, I no, mean, she's hungry. She's, she's hungry yeah. for those details. Yes. Yeah. I just, I, I did. I felt bad for both her and the grandpa because, like I said, she didn't. She didn't. She like you said. She just wanted to know the stories about her mom. She didn't care about all the rest of the stuff. That doesn't matter <laughs> to her. And obviously the grandfather wants to know his granddaughter a little better. Right. No harm in letting them visit. If he's locked up, what's he, what is Allie? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Allie to Words find the key and let him out. It can be a very powerful <laughs> thing, especially on a child. <laughs> yeah. So but. yeah, we just, we just don't know. Yeah. And cause I mean, the whole point is he's an unknown. Mm-hmm. He's, he is, um, he's unreliable. He's mm-hmm. unpredictable. It, you just, you never yeah. know what he would do. And I think that's what had Elizabeth so mm-hmm. worried, even though she totally yeah. knew that even though the, even though she believed 100% that he could change, she still wasn't comfortable with mm-hmm. Allie being in there without Nathan's permission or mm-hmm. without Nathan even. Yeah. Just so he could judge. Mm-hmm. Even, just so he could judge what was going on. Yeah. And I think too with Elizabeth is, you know, it's just a respect thing because she promised Nathan she would take care of Allie. She was going to make sure that she would be okay. And I mean, like, yeah with Elizabeth now being a mother, because you, if you notice, usually when she'd get onto the kids in previous pre baby Jack, she was very teacherly. Yeah. This time when she said, Allie, it was very motherly. Very, very like her mom mode came out and I was like, Ooh, I've, I've never seen Aaron Craco do that before (laughs) as Elizabeth. So, um, you know, I think there's a a little bit of a responsibility that Elizabeth feels there and you got to appreciate that. And I appreciate the grandfather not questioning her yeah, and not trying to stop her and defend himself either. So, right. And then Nathan finds the culprit and I don't suppose you would let an old family friend off with a warning. Click. No. No. <laughs> that, and that, scene. Was, that was beautiful. All right. We do have to wrap this up because we yes. have a tendency to go on. So, <clears throat> so Casey, where can people find you? Well, it has been a pleasure, folks. We will talk again next week. And you can find me at Hallmark by Words on Twitter. And you can find me at Cami Drama Girl. Uh, Cami spelled K-A-M-I on Twitter and Instagram, Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. 
And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate that. And you can follow the podcast, Hallmarkies Podcast, uh, all over social media. And we'd love the support. So bye, everybody. See you next bye. week. Bye.